Happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. I am pre-recording this, but I'm in Spain right now, you guys. I'm going to a wedding um, of my amazing friend, Alex. I love her so much. And I know her wedding is going to be so fun because she's just, she's a really, really good party planner. Like she threw all of her own birthday parties when we were in college. She's a really good host. And that's why I know it will be a good wedding. Like she doesn't care about like, she only cares about people having fun and like having a really, really good wedding. So I can't wait to like recap because I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And she's also like such a foodie as well, like me. And she just put so much effort into the food and the alcohol and all that stuff. There's like, she told me there's like 17 signature cocktails or something. So I'm going to sample them all obviously and tell you which one is best. Um, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm actually just spent the past two days in Barcelona with some of my best friends from college because we had to transfer anyway to go to where it is in Spain. So we, uh, we were like, well, why don't we just go to Barcelona? Cause we're going to be there anyway, spend a, a day or two. And I'm with Camilla, my favorite person to travel with and Casey and Momo. And I'm just like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I mean, I'm saying this in advance, but I know I'll be so happy to be with all my girls and just spend so much time with them. Uh, I have done an episode about going to weddings alone in the past, but I just want to reiterate, cause I know we're in summer and a lot of people are going through that weddings alone, you make them good or bad for yourself. I know that they're overwhelming. I know that you're like dreading it. I know it can be a lot, but here are some tips for you. Number one, it's not about you. It's about the wedding. And I know, I know it's like, well, single people always have to like take it on the chin. I get that. But just try to remember, like ground yourself in that. If you're, if you're going, if you've made the commitment to go, then don't be like, have a bad attitude about it. Do you know what I mean? Number two, take breaks when you need. I'm such a big believer in this. Like, especially if you don't know a lot of people like take breaks, go on a walk, go to the spa, go tan by yourself, go sit in your bedroom, your hotel room, put your legs up, do leg on wall, fall, scroll on your fucking phone, go on Instagram for a little bit, relax, go on Pinterest, look at some beautiful pictures, take breaks. You don't need to be there the whole time. Um, and like, just try to open your, a lot of my friends have met people at weddings, seriously. Um, and we also have talked about this before, but wedding horny is a specific type of horny. It's a specific type of very intense horny. And I wonder if I'll be feeling it today. Probably. I mean, I'm in fucking Spain with all my best friends in a beautiful place. So I'm probably feeling wedding horny. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but <laughs> weddings can be an amazing place to meet people. Everyone's in a good mood. You know, everyone's vibing. You know, I think so much of it is like attitude going in. And listen, I've I've been there. I've been in a, going to a wedding where I'm like in a pissy mood about it. But, you know, as with anything, I think it's like if you've made the decision, try to have a good attitude. Also such a strange tip, but I swear to God, if you like your outfit for the wedding, like if you like your dress, you are so much more excited. Like if you pack a banging outfit that you're just like, feel really good in, then you're like, yes, I'm excited to wear it. It's kind of fun. So I'm literally obsessed with all my outfits for this trip. So that's also making me excited. And I can't wait to celebrate. She last minute, not too last minute, but like three weeks ago was like, will you say something at the welcome dinner? And I was like, of course, but also now I'm stressed. I hope I do a good job. It's also tough because like when you're in your thirties or sometimes when you're in your twenties too, your friends marry people that you don't know that well, you haven't spent that much time with them, which is always interesting 
to then like make a speech about because you're, you know, but I think I found a hook. I think I found an in. Also, I'm really sorry, but I need to say something. If you are using chat GBT to write your bridesmaid speeches or whatever, I don't like that at all. Like, I don't care how uncreative you are. Do not ask a robot to write the speech of your friend's wedding. I, I read something that that was like one of the main, um, like uses for it. People would be like, write a groomsman speech or whatever, dude, it is better to write something simple from the heart than to ask a robot to write a speech like that. Do you understand how we're inching towards the end of humanity? If we just start to do that, even if you are like, no tanks, like I'm the flattest person, like I'm not gushy. I'm not emotional. That's fine. For me personally, I would rather someone stand up there and say, Hey, I don't really have a way with words, but you are one of my greatest friends. And I am so, so happy that you found the love of your life. I truly have never seen you this joyful and this fulfilled. And I'm wishing you all the best in this next chapter. Like I would, I would rather that than like a 10 minute speech written by a fucking robot. That's insane to me that people are doing that. So sorry if that's offending to anyone. I hope it is offensive and I hope you change your ways and you write the speech yourself. So today I want to talk about Summer of Outside Part 2. It's on, baby. It's on. It started. And honestly, a lot of people were like, it should be called the Summer of the Shift. It should be called the Summer of the Shift. And I was like, mm, I get that. And I love that. And I'm so fucking excited and thrilled with how it's reson- the book is resonating with you all. But I want the shift to be more like a lifestyle thing, like all the time. Summer of Outside is our thing. It's the second year. And I'm so, I really feel myself saying it and acting it again. So I want to call it Summer of Outside again, part two. We don't even need the part two. It's just summer of outside because we're going to do it every summer. And I have a new and improved summer of outside because this episode, I'm going to talk about how you can do it if you're in a relationship, because I don't want to leave out our friends who are married in relationships. You should be doing it too. And it's really just more of like a lifestyle shift, all pun intended. And so I want to get into it. So uh, two summer of outside things in my life that I want to just, I I mentioned them briefly, but I want to go over them again. Okay. So first of all, when I was at Coachella, I saw this guy who was physically perfect for me. Like I, he was made in a lab by God for me because he's actually so physically my type. My type is very, very hard to describe. It's not really a physical thing. Although six, four is my dream height. Um, it's like, it's like a vibe. So this guy is beautiful to me. And also just has that big dick energy, has that vibe. I, although I don't know, because I, I, whatever, l- let me explain. So I see him, my friend goes up to him and he's, because I was like kind of drunk and my friend was like, let me go talk to him. And he was like, not rude, but just kind of like brushed my friend off and was like, I, I'm going somewhere. I, I can't talk to you. And, and I was like, you know what? If I am supposed to see him again, I will. And I put him on my crush list. I put Coachella guy on my crush list. I know nothing about him. Okay. Three or four weeks ago, my friend, the same friend sees him in the back of an Instagram story and screenshots it and sends it to me. And is like, is not that guy you were obsessed with? And I was like, oh my God, yes, it's him. Then I was in New York and my friend Carsey is like, she knows everybody in the world, like in New York, everybody. And I was like, I just have a weird feeling that this guy is from New York because if he was from LA, I would have seen him out and whatever. He's really striking. So I, I, ask, ask Kirsty. I'm like, I know this is really weird, but like, do you know who this guy is? It's like a fuzzy picture of like the side of his head. And she's like, Oh yeah, that's blah, blah. And I was like, no fucking way. So found him on Instagram and I could have DM'd him, but honestly, I, 
I'm not going to be in New York for another couple of weeks. And I didn't want it to fizzle. And from analyzing his Instagram, I just felt that it's kind of disappointing because it's like, remember how I always say like crushes always cancel themselves. That's something that my, this person I used to know used to say. Um, and it's like the, it's so true. And what she meant by that is like, you have a crush and, and it's like you, you elevate them to God status. And then the closer you get to them, whether you meet them in person or like talk to them or text them or whatever, you're like, ah, oh, you're actually kind of cringe. And I, I'm already like a little bit cringed out by his Instagram because I just, I can tell what type of personality he has. And I don't think it's actually a big dick energy personality. He just looks like he has big dick energy, but still I put him on my crush list and it's just like putting the vibe out there. Like I absolutely know I will run into him this summer and I'm so excited. Okay. So that's part one of summer of outside. And that's just, um, for friends who are new and you don't know what it is, I'm trying to show you by examples and then I'll dig into how you can activate that energy. But basically summer of outside is just putting out the good vibes, like putting out the vibes, putting down your phone, getting your ass outside, getting off your couch and just get, just having more human time. The second thing is that when I was in Chicago, the first night I stayed at Soho House and I was rushed, leaving in a rush to go to the bookstore that morning. And Caroline was like, get in the car. Like, we need to go. Like, we're late. We're late. And I was like so tired because I got in at 2.30 that morning and it was like 7 a.m. or whatever. I see this guy. Oh, my God. I have another story for you guys, too. Okay. I see this guy and um, he is so handsome. He had like a gym bag on and he was wearing like a gym outfit kind of. So I don't know if there's a gym there. Maybe people who are, if you live in Chicago, you go work out there. I'm not really sure. Or maybe he was going to the roof because it was hot. I don't know. But we were doing this, the eye lock thing. And he turned back and smiled like so big. And I knew it was just a vibe. It was like an eye fucking vibe. So then I called the front desk at Soho House. And I was like, I know this sounds insane, but like, a really hot guy just walked in. I was leaving. My name's Tinks. Just if, if he happens to ask, like whatever. And it's like, I, I get this strong sense that he lived in Chicago because he, you, you, you could just tell, I don't think he was staying at the hotel. Like it really felt like he lived there. So like, why would he ask also, but you never know. And it's like, you can't be disappointed when they don't reach out because what you're doing is just telling the universe, like I'm down for cheeky behavior. Like I'm down for these kind of fun experiences. And the more of that energy, the more of summer of outside energy that you can put out there, the better. Just put it out there. Leave your number with a cute guy you're sitting next to at lunch, you know, put your flirt with the barista, like extra, you know, whatever it is, do that energy and it will come back to you. Maybe not immediately, but it will totally come back to you. Also, the day after something, I was in New York, I don't know, but I, I was by the water going on a rich mom walk and I was hungover. So I had to sit down for a second to drink my coffee and just like rest. And <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you guys this like secret. All right. This is a magical secret trick. I can't believe I am sharing this. Okay. There's a technique with eye fucking that will get like any guy to talk to you. And so I haven't done it in a while. I kind of forgot, but I was sitting there and I saw this guy running and he was so hot. And essentially it's, it's like for, if you're walking or if a guy say you're sitting at like a cafe outside with your friend and a guy is walking by, what you're going to do is lock eyes with him. And I mean, lock and smize and I fuck the shit out of him. So you're sitting, he's walking, walking, walking. Or you could do it if you're both walking and you kind of see him from afar and you're walking towards each other. Lock eyes and do not drop your eyesight, okay? 
then as soon as the guy is right in front of you, you look down. As soon as he, like the closest he can get. So it's like awkward. Like you need to be brave and like really, really lock that eye contact. As soon as he gets close to you, really close, you drop your eyesight. Then you immediately look back at him. And trust me, he will be looking back at you too. This is some witchcraft, okay, that I know from my witchcraft time. It's magical. So I did that with this guy and I'm really mad at myself and I want to use myself as an, as an example. And he looked back and then he like, if you know where I'm talking about in the water in New York, like kind of by Brookfield place, there's like these benches and, and he stopped like four benches down and like started to fake stretch. And he was looking over and smiling. And like, I did, I put my eyes down and pretended to be on my phone. I'm so mad at myself. You want to know why? And I'm going to be honest with you. This is so unlike me. It's because I felt I looked ugly and hungover. And I did, but like, it doesn't fucking matter. That is what I always tell you guys when you're like, I don't know, I gained five pounds. Like, should I still be dating? It's like, literally the only thing that matters when you're hitting on guys and you're going out for summer of outside is how you carry yourself. Last summer, I was the heaviest I've ever been. And I met my boyfriend because I was just in a good attitude and I was acting flirty and acting fun and having good energy. It doesn't fucking matter. It only matters how you carry yourself. I was in an, a really unflattering sports bra and I had a fucking scrunchie in my hair and this guy wanted to talk to me and he was so fucking hot. And I was so mad at myself because then he kept running, obviously, because I kind of gave the signal like, oh, I'm not going to come talk to you. And then I got up and I was like, Tanks, what are you doing? Like, this is against everything that you preach. I start running after him like a crazy woman, like trying not to heave because I'm so hungover, like so upset and I couldn't find him. But usually when people run on the side there, they kind of do it like pretty often because it's, you know, in the neighborhood. So I do have hope that I'll see him again. And I put him on my crush list, obviously, but I was I was sad. And that's my bad. I would never usually do that. I don't know. I'm so past that behavior. I wasn't in my right mind because I was hungover. That's my excuse. So if you are already a subscriber to Summer of Outside, you, you know what to do. If you don't, I hope these three examples have given you some ideas about how to get outside. And this all started because last summer, right around this time or a little earlier, I was getting a plethora of messages, emails, DMs, voicemails being like, Tinks, I can't do the dating apps anymore. They're so trash. Like I can't, it's making me depressed. It's making me hate my life. Like I can't, I can't, they're so dry. And like, when I do talk to guys on there, I just like, it's ick and they're, they've ghost and flake. And I was like, you guys, we need to put down our phones and we need to get the fuck outside. Dating apps are a tool in summer of outside, but honestly, all the time, go on your dating apps for 10 minutes a day. Set a motherfucking timer. I am not joking you or only do it when you're on the toilet. Literally, I'm not kidding you because that's how low effort you should put into them. Get on, do some swiping for like five minutes. You know, don't do too many. You're not in fucking supermarket sweep. Okay. You know, really be thoughtful. Be like, would I go on a date with this person? If they asked me, the answer is no, don't swipe them because we're not about that validation. Leave that to people who need validation. Okay. We don't, we know who we are and we want good dating karma. So we won't be doing that. Close out any conversations, you know, respond to people because remember no pen pals. We, we don't pen pals. We're not, you know, we, we're not doing that. Okay. We're, we're too funny for that. Our time is too precious. We're not pen paling with someone. If someone would like to ask us to go for a drink, that's awesome. And let's do it. But if you're just going to be like, how was your weekend? You can go fuck yourself. 
respectfully. Uh, so, you know, do your dating apps and then get outside physically and metaphorically get outside. What does this mean? This means saying yes to a last minute trip with your best friend. This means going to a salsa club on a Monday because your coworker had a group on for it. This means, uh, taking a picnic to central park on a Sunday and randomly inviting that guy that you've been seeing to come meet your friends. This means, uh, taking a cooking class with all of your best friends. This means organizing a dinner party. Even if you have a boyfriend, this means organizing a dinner party where everyone brings a guy who they're not interested in, in a romantic way. This means, uh, making plans in advance because another thing that I used to do with, because I was so desperate for a boyfriend the whole time is I would like, this is so embarrassing. And again, I can't believe, but I've already embarrassed myself enough on the internet. Like literally at this point, what else could I say? Um, like when I was in my twenties, I would sometimes kind of wait to make plans. Cause I was thinking that someone else would make them or that I would have a boyfriend. I'll, I was like, Oh, well maybe I'll have a boyfriend by now or like by then. And I'll go on a trip to Maine with him. Guess what? I never been to Maine. Okay. I never been to fucking Maine. So all of my best times have been when I have made a jam packed summer plan and then people have dropped in or they haven't, but then it doesn't matter because I have a jam packed summer. And then now I think bet you're thinking Tinks, you're, you fucking bitch. You're an influencer. You have a flexible schedule and you're taking the summer off because you just wrote your book and I got a fucking corporate job. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? I get it. I get it. I see you. And it is even more important for you to schedule in fun. That means when five o'clock comes on Friday or 12, because hopefully you're mean greedy company will give you a summer Friday. You have a plan, you know, because you know, what's depressing is getting off of work on a really hot ass Friday and coming home and realizing you have no plans and all of your friends in relationships are away with their boyfriends. That's when we get depressed. So this also comes back to single girl calendar man management, right? Schedule that trip, schedule the class, schedule the fun thing with your friend. Even if it's like, Hey, do you guys do you, you know, inviting all your girlfriends over on a Friday and doing a potluck and watching an old rom-com schedule in that fun and say yes to things to the random things like the coworker that you don't know that well it when she's like oh like my boyfriend is like having a bowling party do you want to come i think he has cute friends and you're like oh i don't know anyone it's gonna be awkward i kind of just want to go home and watch crazy anatomy go 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 and you you never fucking know and if it's boring you have a funny story okay i feel that i've made my point there for my friends in relationships and marriages, whatever, it's important for you guys to participate in this too. Why? Because it's fun. Number two, because it can keep the spice alive and it's summer is a fun and sexy time to be in a relationship. And number three, I truly want to use my platform to remind us all to just go outside and get off of our phones, which is ironic because I'm on social media and my job relies on you guys checking on me on Instagram. So I don't know how that really, I don't really know how those two things coincide with each other, but whatever, I don't care. Go do human things. We are so stressed out. We are so fucking wrapped up in social media. There's so much doom and gloom on the news. And guess what? us knowing all of that, it doesn't really help. It just makes us feel stressed out and miserable. The economy's in the shitter. AI is coming. We need to do human things. You need to 
tell your boyfriend who you've been dating for five years. Maybe you guys have slipped up on the dates and now you just kind of, you're always like, oh, well, we'll just order in. You need to plan a fun date and surprise him. Or you need to plan a sexy trip. Or maybe you're married and you, you know, you're loving it, but things are kind of one note. Maybe this summer you should get into reading smut and see how fucking horny it makes you and see your sex life completely transform. Or maybe it's like taking a class together or doing something fun. I really believe in that shit, you guys. All of the most happy couples, the successful couples that I know, they're like, we never stopped dating. We just keep dating no matter what, no matter how hard it is with our kids and whatever. We have those date nights. We have those one night trip alone, whatever, whatever. It's also fun to still be flirty when you're in a relationship. And you guys know how I feel. I feel that the more of an identity you can keep within your relationship, the stronger your relationship will be. So it's like, maybe you do have a boyfriend, but maybe you do go out with the girls on a Friday night. I love doing that. I love going on a girl's night when I have a boyfriend coming back all drunk and horny. That's like the best. Um, Maybe you help your friend. Maybe you set up your friend this summer and it's like your little project. Like how good karma is that? That's so nice. Uh, and just doing fun things with friends. Like maybe you've had boyfriend sickness for a while and you're like, damn, I, I like kind of miss my friends or like I read Tinks's book and I kind of feel like it's important that I reconnect with my friends. Maybe you reach out to your college girlfriends and are like, Hey, do you guys want to go to the lake this, you know, let's go to the lake for two days and like have a girl's weekend. It's time to go outside. It is time to have fun. It is time to try new recipes that you saw on TikTok with your besties. It is time to go on a date with the guy that you met at Trader Joe's. It is the summer of outside and I can't wait for it. I'm already living in that energy. I'm trying to lead by example and I can't wait to hear all of the fun stories of being outside from you guys. I can't wait to share what I do and I this is just, this is our time. This is our fucking season, baby. I love you guys so much. If you do fun summer of outside things, DM me, email me. I want to know because if it's a good idea, I want to share with the team and I'll do the same. And I will keep saying whatever to my mental health and sharing my dating because it's funny and fun. (laughs) Maybe I'll have a sexy romp in Spain. Who knows? Plus we have to monitor the Coachella guy situation. It's going to be a fun summer. I've got a really good feeling about it. Uh, Okay, be safe. If you haven't read my book, it's called The Shift. If you have read my book, it would mean a lot if you would tell someone about it and say, hey, you know, recommend it. Be like, hey, this book changed my life. I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, I will see you guys back here on Monday for a wedding recap. Oh, no, just kidding. I'll be gone. Oh, my God. I'm going to Cannes, you guys. I'm going to Cannes, France with Saba. So get ready for that content because it's going to be litty. Okay. I love you all so much. Bye.